News stories were coming in about this strange virus in Wuhan, China. It was weeks before we saw the first cases in the U.S. As the numbers went up each day, my curiosity got the best of me, and I started plotting the curves. Hear stories from real people all over the world and how they've responded. I'm Sally Hendrick, founder of Shout Your Cause, and this is COVID-19, The World Responds. Hello, Lisa Farron. How are you doing today? Hi, Sally. I'm good. Thank you. Good. We haven't talked in a couple of years. And, I know. Uh, Isn't that crazy? Yeah, we met in an online business group, which I think is really cool. It's a, I call it Planet Facebook, where we met. And a lot of people in my world these days tend to be from that, uh, that new way of communicating and meeting people online. And so it's good to reconnect after after a little bit. Right, but we had the real face-to-face -face when you were in San Diego. We yeah, had we did dinner out. And in uh, a rooftop uh, the year after, I believe. Oh, a yeah. A rooftop happy hour. So was we that at Lindsay's? That was at yeah. Lindsay's place? Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I do come out to San Diego for the social media marketing world. Uh, most of the time and try to communicate with people that I've met in the online space. And so it's always good to connect again. And what I wanted to talk to you about today is, you know, you're a mom, you're a wife, you're a business owner, you've got all of these things you're juggling and COVID-19 happens <laughs> and the life that we planned is no longer our plan in our plans anymore we can't we can't keep up with all of that and so I wanted to talk to you not just from the business owner perspective which is what I do with a lot of people but from the mom perspective you know what is it yeah. that you're having to deal with right now so it it's really interesting because our lives were incredibly scheduled um, both my kids had activities every single day and from you know right after school till 7 7 30 at night I mean I was just shuttling them and driving them around so they could get to where they needed to go mm -hmm. um, dinner dinner was like non-existent um, and my husband is also crazy hours so it's all me and all of a sudden the the brakes got put on it it literally was like going 100 miles an hour to like a screeching halt um, so the first few weeks actually felt okay because it was novel. It was new. It was like, whoa, we have like all this new freedom and all this new time. And it was kind of nice mm -hmm. until things, um, it, until it really surfaced like, oh, this is not just two weeks. This is going longer. And school is now online and kids are now home full time and how we were going to manage that and that was difficult. Are you My finished kids, with school right now with your kids? We have one more week. Um, oh. I think I think my saving grace for my son is that he's in eighth grade. And mm -hmm. although he's missing, you know, promotion and the end of the year party, which he was looking forward to, mm -hmm. um, he was just so ready to move on to high school. So he he never really mourned like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm so sad about this. Sad about so that was, eighth grade, finishing up eighth grade. <laughs> right, right. And I couldn't imagine our kids in a time of not having, you know, their devices because my 12 year old daughter has been on FaceTime with her friends nonstop. I call her my exchange student. She literally <laughs> stays in her room all day. She comes down for dinner and she goes right back upstairs. I yeah. like, I don't even see her. So that's the way my 16 year old is as well. <laughs> right. But 
at the same time, um, it's, it's not natural. It's not natural to not have your peers going through, you know, puberty and this time where you need your friends to, you know, slap you for saying something stupid or, you know, it's like social graces and mm -hmm. it's not, it's not right to be sitting on phones and not in person. And mm -hmm. so that's been, um, interesting too, but yeah, we have one more week of, of school. Um, okay. you know, my kids have pretty much half-assed it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sure yeah. a lot of them did. They, they did what they needed to do. And, and now they're like, peace out. <laughs> Our school changed some of the grading process. They went to, at least on some of the classes, they went to a pass fail option. Yeah. Did, did yours do that? Or did you just still stick with the number system or whatever it is, the ABC? Yeah. Um, actually, as of, I think, this week, they just told us that they were keeping the grade your child had before COVID. So whatever they were doing before COVID is what they're continuing with. Um, again, I'm lucky with middle schoolers that it doesn't, you know, count. So right. whether it was a pass-fail or an A or B, I, I'm more, I was more concerned with just keeping up with, you know, their grade level math and their grade level reading and mm -hmm. everything that they needed to do for their grade level, not as much as like, did they pass a test? So, right, right. So yeah. as far as plans and after school yeah. activities, you know, tell me a yeah. little bit about what your kids were into that they were going to get to experience that now has totally changed. Yeah. Well, it, it's, uh, been a hard day actually so my daughter is um is in theater and she just moved to the big competitive theater in san diego it's the biggest uh or the longest running uh, junior theater in the country um and she was starring she got the role of matilda in matilda uh -huh. and so uh they practiced for two weeks or rehearsed or whatever they want to call it and um then it all got shut down and we've basically been waiting just to see if they'll put it on the schedule and when it's going to open and it's in city buildings. So the city won't open. They can't, they can't resume. Mm -hmm. We just got the final news today that they're canceling it all. So mm. today was rough. Um, but that was taking up a ton of my daughter's time and she was an assistant stage manager to another show prior to that. She was there every single day for, mm -hmm. you know, two months. And um, so that's been, that's been hard. And trying to keep a semblance of life, I, I keep her lessons going. They're on Zoom and they're not as, you know, personal, but I try to get her to keep going in that. Mm -hmm. So she's, you know, still working her craft and getting to sing and do her thing. That's good. Um, and as far as my son, he sails. So he does um, racing, sailing, mm -hmm. racing. And so... Um, same thing, you know, one regatta canceled and then the next canceled and then the next canceled. And mm -hmm. then, and then they, they, in San Diego, they said they couldn't even get on your boat anymore. Boating was for, prohibited. So he couldn't even get on the water. So that was uh, huge. Now they're allowed to get on the water again. He's been in his boat a little bit, but I think that the, the main theme for my kids and probably for everybody's kids is that there's nothing to work towards and nothing to look forward to. So yeah the kids don't have a, you know, a carrot or a driving factor. And that makes them, you know, I don't want to say lazy, but it makes them just not as, as caring about what they're doing. Yeah. The motivation just kind of slides and, away. And even if they said, uh, you know, regattas can continue, 
they were saying that they literally would have no parents watching. They would have the kids get right in their boats. They would do their races and then they would go home. Mm-hmm. And half the fun is hanging out with your friends on the water and the celebration afterwards. And the, mm-hmm. and the so that just kind of takes the excitement away from it. Yeah, exactly. So. Now, what about for vacations, summer plans? What's going on there? Yeah, well, <laughs> Hawaii in June was canceled. So yeah, I'm Hawaii's super, really strict. Oh, God, I'm so sad about that. Um, but again, I don't, I, and my opinion may differ from people listening. I don't even know if I want to get in an airplane. They're mm-hmm. dangerous enough on a good day. I just yeah. don't know if that's where I'm at. Um, so we have canceled summer plans. We are not going to be going away. Um, luckily, my husband and I snaked in a, a solo trip to Paris and got back right before everything closed. So um, I feel I feel like I got that. <laughs> that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, we're not going to go away for the summer. We're going to stick close to home. Um, and we've been making travel priority for the last five years. So now we might just throw some money into the house and, and mm-hmm. fix things up that have been neglected because we've been traveling instead of, you know, fixing up the house. We actually planted a rooftop garden for, <gasps> and we haven't done Love it in that. a really long time because we normally yeah. leave, we go, we leave for several weeks in the summer and go on a nice vacation and, or at least, you know, all of us kind of split up and go different mm-hmm. places. And it never made sense to really plant anything because we couldn't stay here to take care of it. And it was silly to pay someone to take care of it. Nobody was going to see it, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's on the roof. So, <laughs> so anyway, we've decided to plant lots of herbs and some vegetables and different plants around the, the deck outside. And we've been enjoying being outside there for a lot, you know, which is very isolated yeah. from, you know, everyone else. So that's been kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, we were, we had plans as well. We were going to Europe. Um, I had two business trips in Europe that were canceled and then we're still not sure yet, but my daughter was supposed to go study in Spain this fall, but I don't know. We don't, we just don't know yet. They've been given information from time to time, but we're still just kind of hanging on, not really knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. I think that's the hardest. It's the waiting game. What is canceled? And if it's mm-hmm. not canceled, how, how is it going to look? And, and then I think there's also some, for me anyway, anxiety around when, when and if things do uh, not cancel. Like if that trip actually happens, what's your comfort level in even sending her, right? Exactly. And then uh, my youngest is supposed to go to a rising senior program for high school for, you know, it's a college program Mm -hmm. for high school students to get some credits and be able to interact with other kids and experience some classes and get some credit, that sort of thing. And they're moving it to online and it's kind of like, well, it's just, you know, the excitement's a little bit not there. (laughs) Here's a really big thought. Are you ready for my big thought? Yeah. Here's my big thought uh, around parenting. Um, You know, it's not just my kids who have had heartbreaking, you know, things cancel and disappointment. It's all of these kids that, you know, were looking forward to college or had to come home during their college year or, or missing things for their senior year and their prom and walking across the stage for graduation. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that 
pretty deeply because I guess it's now literally the world is pre-COVID and mm -hmm. post-COVID, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't, I didn't want to put that on my kids because it was my experience. Like, I'm so sad for you. You don't get to walk across the stage because I did it and it was important to me. I'm so sad you're not going to be in a dorm for your freshman year because I did it yeah. and that was so amazing. And I'm sad you won't have it. Like you're setting them up like, for disappointment and you don't want to do that. Right. So our kids are going to have, a, their kids are going to have something new that we have to literally break from our past and our childhood about because mm -hmm. theirs will be completely different. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be bad. It's just going to be different. Yeah, it will. Now we've got a lot of people out there who don't believe this and who think that everything's just going to be back to normal. And a lot of people are behaving as if everything is okay. Yes. And every chance that they get when some sort of mandate is uh, reduced or released, yep. they're taken off and just going like gangbusters, like, hey, yep. you know, we're here and we get to do this and we're going to be here. And like you see all these different parties and things that happened over Memorial Day weekend, oh, lots right. of different places where people were together. And, oh, excuse me, don't let me forget this weekend's crazy protests <laughs> that were everywhere. And it's like, you know, a lot of people here wore masks, but they weren't doing the social distancing. Right. So, of course, there's this fear that we're going to have this huge resurgence of cases and that this thing, and even before the protests, it's like, this thing's not going anywhere. You've right. got a unique perspective on this because your husband. So tell me about that. Right. Um, so he, he's got a microbiology uh, slash chemistry major, I believe, but the microbiology part is there. And I mean, I've been living with him for, you know, 21 years and the man never touches a door handle and washes his hands after he touches a menu. And, yeah. you know, he, he's been living this way. I mean, he's laughing because he's like, oh my God, finally people are living the way I'm living. Like, this is great. But um, you know, but he also, uh, and I should say, I've had so many Facebook fights and I don't fight with people. It's, it's insane about, about the hospital. Um, so when you're walking around, no, you're not seeing sickness and you're not seeing death and you're seeing the healthy people walk around. Um, and that does not mean that things are okay. The right. hospitals have uh, full COVID ICU wards. Um, we have a lot of people from Mexico, obviously, because we're right on the border. Um, and a lot of our patients are from Mexico and mm -hmm. they're here, they're in our hospitals, they're turfing things to other hospitals. Mm -hmm. It's full. I mean, they are, it, this is here. And I think it's just with everything in life until it really hits home, you're like, oh, really? I'm really sorry about that. But until it really hits home and you know someone who's gotten mm -hmm. sick or died, you can't process it. Yeah. So when you're going to the beach and you're going to Trader Joe's, it, it doesn't look like it's out there. So I get it. I, I really do get it. Um, and I also get that the economic lines are really crossed. And if people can't flourish financially, they can't flourish mentally. And, and it, it doesn't matter. So. It, it really is at what point do we try to get back a semblance of life and, and, and stay healthy. And I don't know what the answer is to that. I mm -hmm. just know that with everything opening up, I'm going to sit back still and I'm going to just let 
things play out and see if the cases keep rising and if they flatten out. And I was just hoping that miraculously it would just go away like people like suspected. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be going away. I keep checking the websites every day no. and the numbers just keep skyrocketing. It's and pretty insane. your numbers, I've actually showed your numbers to my husband. I'm like, oh, really? Sally, Sally knows what's going on. Sally's got this. Look at what the research she's done. Um, I, I think for me, because I'm in immersed in a Western medicine world, when I hear people talk about like, well, I'm keeping my immune system up and I, I totally know if I, I'm not going to get it. And it's mm -hmm. like, well, that's great, but you really have no idea how your body is going to react to a virus that it's never seen before, and you right. really have no idea what's happening. So that's great that you're staying healthy, but you really have no idea. Yeah, I mean, you've got to do everything with all of the precautions to try to not get it, not just stay healthy or right. eat healthier or do right. all of those immune-boosting activities right. or whatever. So, yeah. And I use... I used the word anxiety before and it's again, um, it's anxiety provoking to me because I don't want my kids to be left out. I don't want to be left out. When I see people getting together and I see people going to restaurants and I want to hang back, I'm literally looking at it like, wow, am I going to lose friends because people are going to think I'm the crazy one because I just want to, yeah. you know, keep this isolation going a little bit longer, you know? I read something, and I can't remember if it was this morning or if it was yesterday, but it talked about the difference. You know how a lot of people are saying, oh, don't be fearful, or oh, you're just afraid, and it's like, no, not really. I don't think people are as much afraid. That's an emotional response to something, mm -hmm. but I think people are just cautious because of the danger, and when you've got something right. that's dangerous, you need to, you know, go forth with caution around it. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're afraid. Now you could get some anxiety around it because there are the social constructs that are mm -hmm. happening and the, the pressures, the peer pressure and all of that with, you know, going to a birthday party or attending a wedding or going to a restaurant for something or, you know, whatever. We've been yep. invited to a couple of things, funerals even. We've been invited to, uh, you know, mm -hmm. we had a family funeral that we did not attend. We had, um, oh, there's a wedding party coming up that we're, I, I'm pretty sure we will not attend. And yep. um, those types of things, it's just like, you know, we have somebody who's elderly in our family that we take care of and we have to make sure that we're staying as cautious as we possibly can because there's yeah. always that chance that that we would be asymptomatic and people just don't understand that whole piece of it of the asymptomatic Correct. you know danger Correct. there and i don't i don't think it's a like i'm not first of all i'm not stopping my life and i haven't actually looked at the last few weeks as me um, stopping my life at all. I've right. been I've been working with my business. I've got yeah. clients. I've been hanging out with my kids. I've been taking lots of walks with the dog. We bought a barbecue. I've eaten better. Yeah. And my, my son and my husband won't let me touch the barbecue. So they're cooking <laughs> and cleaning for me. Finally, I'm like, woo! <laughs> but, exactly. Um, 
I don't feel I don't feel like I've lost my freedom or my rights or or anything. I really haven't. I mean, really, it's annoying going to the grocery store and having to wait in line. And you know, we my husband's been making us wipe down the groceries before they come in. Um, so some of that stuff is obviously more cumbersome than it used to yeah. be. It's an inconvenience. I just look at it as being cautious and am I afraid of dying from COVID? I'm actually not afraid of dying from it. I'm more being cautious because I have children that rely on me. I can't be down for two, three weeks. Um, yeah. First off. And secondly, I'm more afraid of the consequence of living with some like bad outcome for my liver or my heart or whatever it, yeah. it attacks. And I don't want to live that way. So it's not a fear thing. It's, it's, and I, I don't want to be cliche about the Facebook memes, but I wear a seatbelt. I wear a helmet. I, you know, I, yeah. I do those other things as precautions. So mm -hmm. why wouldn't I be cautious about this too? Exactly. Exactly. Like anything else. Right. So what about your hopes for what's going to happen with this? Because a lot of people are like, you know, some the environment's improving. People mm -hmm. aren't driving as much. You don't have uh, people are not polluting things as much because they're not out um, as as what as like you know like normal. Um, other things like uh, as far as you know, kids being able to um, communicate in a different way. There's learning in all of that. Um, oh yeah all kinds of things that we're experiencing, you know, what do you think is going to be the good outcome from this? Well, I would first say that there is a humongous section of the population that's literally doing this and they're just ready to, to run as soon as everything's open. <laughs> um, so I really have a feeling that as soon as everything opens up and it is those, that section of the population will be right back to where they were. Mm -hmm. And and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what? You do you and go out and, and do your thing. And, yeah. and that's what I think it's going to come down to. Um, what I'm hoping for, you know, for all the kids in the fall is, um, and you know, our school is looking at maybe like a hybrid situation where um, they stagger the students more. Um, mm -hmm. And there's a hybrid of maybe two days at home, three days in the classroom. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe they can go to that. Um, people will spend more time, I mean, we can in San Diego, you know, outside instead of in home. So people are not, you know, confined. I don't know. I think maybe it'll look like that. Yeah. Uh, hoping for either a vaccine or some sort of like Tamiflu for COVID. Right. <laughs> um, what would you call it? <laughs> right. I don't know. Herd, okay. herd immunity. I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, the whole herd immunity thing, I, from what I understand, 70% of the population has to either get it right. or be vaccinated to achieve herd immunity. So that's kind of a long way away. Um, right. So we've got to figure out how to navigate this as we go. Whole new normal here, whatever that means. Yeah. Be. I think that, you know, how do I say this in a nice way? I think that. Um, other countries, and listen, we're 330 million people. I mean, the countries that people are trying to compare us to literally are the entire size of like 
San Diego and Orange County, you know, it's like right, two right. counties in California make their entire population. So it's a lot easier to, um, I don't want to use the word control, but it's easier to control a population of that size versus, mm -hmm. you know, millions of people. Um, but I think everybody just wants to live their life and they want to look at their lives and people won't look at it collectively as a whole of what they can do. Yeah. And, and some will. And I know that no matter what we say, like I said, no matter what we say, there will always be someone to, uh, you know, rebut it, or yell at me for it. <laughs> It, it's true. It's well, true. it's a sensitive time. It's really easy to push buttons yeah. and to, you know, kind of hit those sensitive spots that because people are feeling very raw and exposed these days. And it's, yes. it's kind of an unfair position to be in from any angle. So I guess we're going to have to get some emotional intelligence to be able to move forward in that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just go, I go day by day and some days are awesome um, and some days are rough. Some days I look at it and I'm, like I said, happy as can be and other days I'm like depressed by what it looks like and yeah. I think just um, taking a new outlook on it and it, it will be what it will be, but it, it won't be what it was before. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you on that, that we've got a whole new... A whole new way of life in a lot of different ways, but that can be a good thing as well. I'm I'm looking forward yeah. to the fact that a lot more people will have access to education that yeah. they didn't before, just because yeah. a lot will be on the internet and yep. um, and other things that people will have access to and awareness around that otherwise they never experience because they kind of live in their own little bubbles. So yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I right, know. Well, Thank you so much, Lisa. It's been great talking Thank with you, you today. And I look I forward to you. Go ahead. giving me an opportunity to put makeup on and actually, you know. <laughs> exactly, because we've all been just today. in our sweatpants and no makeup for the last two months, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. Yeah, nice talking with you, Sally. Thanks for the opportunity. Sure. Thank you for listening today. Subscribe to this podcast to hear all our episodes. Go to shoutyourcause.com to our podcast page for information on our guests and notes from this show.